Anyway, enough whimsy. Let's get started with D&D. So, to recap, wow. if you didn't tune in last week, uh, what happened was the party, Xander, hmm, Binky, and Gerald, uh, escaped from Shinescraper Tower. But due to the warning of Ion uh, saying they might have been followed or just to be careful, and they should meet at a rendezvous point in order to uh, let the heat cool off, as it were. If you ever played GTA, you know, when your stars have to go down and you've got to hide somewhere and you hide at the top of, like, a hill in a car. It's, you know, it's that kind of deal. Uh, so the party went to Heim, the homeworld of the Hymians, uh, the mortal beings that populate this section of the world tree. And uh, on arrival, met a farmer. <laughs> who <laughs> offered them some tea and they took all of her potato sack <laughs> for dresses and cloaks and the like. And then they went to a festival in the center of town where the main attraction was a greased goblin ah, in an event called Catch the Greased Goblin where the entire town, which comprised of more than 6,000 people, would chase a man dressed as a goblin around and try and catch him. They caught the goblin, and it was revealed that this goblin was, in fact, Ludos, god of games. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and this is where we left off. So you're currently in the big central tent of the festival. The three of you with Ludos, who I believe you've just told uh, you're looking for Ion. Yeah. You can yeah. tell the direction the episode took last time because I take quite detailed notes uh, every week t just to, to remember what happened and remember important pieces of information. And I have a half-filled page with loads of really key information about the documents that we read. And then as soon as we met that farmer, I just stopped taking notes <laughs> <laughs> and started chasing goblins. I suppose I should recap that as well. They did find some incredibly important documents <laughs> that detailed a plot to end the world uh, with a creation of, of uh, a thing called Project Interitus, which they found out was uh, a new god said to bring ruin to, uh, to the world tree. But anyway, yeah. enough of that. The farmer. <laughs> I'm questioning. Um, we really seemed to be very chill. <laughs> yeah, we week. really blew past that, didn't we? We were just kind of like, woohoo, going to the festival. Like, was... Live life. <laughs> Maybe we saw that as like our last hurrah, I don't know. <laughs> Go catch a greasy goblet. Okay. <laughs> there's if there's one difference... thing I want to do before I die. <laughs> <laughs> is, is between the name catch a get the greased goblin and catch a greasy goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Please share with the group. The, the greased goblin is like the the star of the show that runs around and he's been greased up. The catch a greasy goblin <laughs> suggests that everyone's going out to grab a goblin and then you bring them back and you see which one's greasiest. The second one's just a side quest. It's <laughs> Are you happy with that your world building has, has resulted in this, Miles? <laughs> You've These built an incredible universe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, on that note, you're back in the main tent of the uh, of the festival. Uh, Ludos is staring you down, still in his goblin regalia, and still a little bit greasy. Uh, and there is a look 
of confusion on his face when you mention Ion's name. Uh, and he says, what do you mean you're looking for Ion? Um, so I don't know how much you know, uh, kind of, of what the situation is like back home on the world tree. Do you know, do you know anything about what's going on right now? Or have you been on Heim for a long time? I've been on Heim for a little while. Um, I get some messages back from HQ, but, uh, what, what, what are you, what are you talking about specifically? Well, um... Ion is uh, Ion is kind of al alive, and so in fact we, you know, we did all think he was he was dead, but he's very much not. Ion's alive. Do you have any proof of this? Um, well, I get mm, I guess on me, not not really. I, I don't know. I know. I guess we don't have proof. I mean, you could. I, yeah, no, we don't have proof. The you know the little uh, telegram. The like um, uh, what do you call it? Three D. Um, hi, oh, oh, the hologram thing. Hologram that we got on the dragon. Can I? Is that like a tape that I can play again? Because it yeah, was you can it was Ion, right? Yeah, you could play that again. Um, I play it again. He looks down at the little disc, and and watches the message of where Ion. Uh, tells you to what's the word rendezvous rendezvous thank you <laughs> rendezvous <laughs> there is no other way to describe <laughs> on heim it's the only word isn't it <laughs> uh to rendezvous on heim uh and after watching it uh, his you see his eyes just change um and he looks up at you all and says well uh, i wasn't expecting you three but uh i suppose That'll do. Uh, right this way. But you could have been a bit more stealthy about it, you know. Uh, and he starts walking towards the back of the tent. Wait, wait. So we were supposed to. We were supposed to meet you. Well, yes. Uh, I, I suppose I, I was supposed to find you, but I wasn't expecting <laughs> you today. <laughs> but we found you. Uh, yes, I suppose you're right. You're rather chipper, aren't you? Yeah, why not? I just caught the Grease Goblin. Yeah, yes, well, um, uh, not everyone. I let you catch me. <laughs> this way. And he starts walking to the back of the tent. I think Xander's having a moment here. You know, like when you've been running around and playing and being a bit silly and you get a bit sweaty and out of breath and then someone, like something really serious happens and so you have to switch from the really silly uh mood that you were in to being like yes right, right yes we, rather yes no this is important everybody stop playing uh xander's having that moment where he's like sweating out of breath but was having like a moment where he'd forgotten about all of this stuff mm -hmm. and then it's kind of kicked back into gear again and he's like right yes and he's sort of adjusting his tie and um uh gathering like what mopping his brown gathering himself mm -hmm. but following uh, he's not going to walk far until he gets to a, a small, um, what looks like a stack of wooden pallets at the back of the uh, at the back of the tent with a cloth over it. He's going to yoink the cloth off the top, uh, and you see in the center of these wooden pallets is just a hole, 
uh, that disappears down into the shadows. And he says, uh, so I was, I was instructed that I would be met by three people uh, at some point with uh, some very important mission for the Idlers Club. But I wasn't expecting you three, as I said. Uh, so you'll forgive my, my suspicions. <clears throat> Are you um, coming with us? Me? No, 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 no. I'm just a messenger. I, I like to stay here on Heim and the, let the gods do what they please. <laughs> right. Okay, well, pleasure meeting you, Ludos. I have to say, I, I, I find that interesting, just because you are the god of games. You, you do like to play tricks. I don't play games. Not with um, people's feelings. <laughs> Xander is doing a full-on, you know when uh, you're going scuba diving and you sit on the side of the boat, pinch your nose and fall back into the water? <laughs> Xander sat on the edge of the hole, pinched his nose and fell back into the hole. Funk! <laughs> you fall back into the hole, you'll see Xander just disappear. From existence <laughs> well well i suppose if there's a hole here then then ion must have made it or or at least he must know about it so i suppose here goes nothing and then binky just steps into the hole and uh gerald you see as binky just disappears down into the hole as well <sighs> okay i guess i guess i'm going um and he just kind of falls sideways in into the hole. <laughs> uh, as no you start, <laughs> as you start falling, um, Ludos kind of catches your eye as you fall sideways, and you see him grin slightly and then just wink <gasps> as you fall into the hole. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, you charm. all feel you all feel <laughs> you all feel a kind of cold uh, familiarity of, of rushing wind, uh, like a teleport spell. Uh, and after a moment, you all suddenly, uh, the, the light bursts out in front of your eyes, and you are back in the uh, nexus of the Idlers Club, the kind of nexus entrance where loads of holes uh, come into it, like a, like a, like a rabbit's uh, den, uh, with a with dirt ceiling with hundreds of different holes coming from different places. Uh, but as you fall into the room, uh, you see littered around on the floor bodies of some of the workers that were in the uh, idlers club before um, and down the tunnel from which ion first led you uh, you can hear uh, shouts you can hear screams you can hear the noises of what sounds like ripping and tearing fibers um, and you can hear you can feel in the ground kind of vibrations every so often a kind of slow boom Um, Xander has fire uh, burning in his hands and he's gonna um, rush towards the sound but stay hidden not like charging into battle but just needs to get a look at what's what's going on wait can I just clarify are these dead bodies around us the bodies around you are dead yeah of gods from what you can tell yeah so they're like withered uh, well actually sorry no some of them are the workers that you saw around who weren't all uh, gods. Some of them were automatons. Some of them were kind of um, 
Hymians who've been let in down there. Uh, but you can see one or two god corpses scattered around. As in, like, the grey... Yeah, the grey, uh, faceless ones that seem to have been drained of their essence. Oh my goodness. Gerald is, um, just, like, standing there, shocked. Um, he's been quite traumatised every time there's been one of those, like, weird clay dead god thing. So, um, he's gonna just stand there for a couple of minutes not knowing what to do. Xander, as you rush up into the tunnel ahead of you, uh, could you make a... Uh, are, you, are you trying to be stealthy with this? Yes. Okay, uh, go ahead and make a stealth check then. Uh, and then we'll do a perception check after, depending on the stealth check. <coughs> Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah, it's uh, it's always good to check with the stealth checks with a rogue, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're more of a formality than anything else. Uh, so go ahead and make a perception check. You you feel pretty hidden as you press yourself up against the side of this tunnel. Uh, six. Okay, as you get closer, it's it's very dark in this tunnel. The lights that were down here have gone out and you remember that when i when Ion brought you down he did have a torch with him uh that lit up most of it so you're struggling to see anything really but as you get closer you do start hearing uh the sounds a bit more clearly uh it definitely sounds like fighting um and destruction is happening within mm -hmm. the headquarters um i guess i'm kind of keeping an eye both on binky and gerald we need to stick together. I don't want to run away from them, mm -hmm. but also feel like maybe we, we're needed in the battle. Uh, lovely. Uh, what, are the, what are the rest of you doing as this is? I think he's having a crisis because oh, she keeps, she keeps trusting people people keep betraying her and now she's thinking that she shouldn't have put her faith in Ion because she was saying the whole time that she shouldn't have and now she doesn't know what to do and doesn't know what's going on outside of where they are and is just kind of looking around to Gerald and Xander for some, some guidance Binky Binky stay close by Binky out there i don't know but we're going to have to figure this out together as a team we don't get split up and uh, don't get um, sucked into any battle that's going on i don't i don't want to fight i understand binky but we might just have to okay i i'm with you and I hope that we make the right choices. Gerald um, has kind of started to move slowly, but he's sort of like bending down and trying to shake the bodies and see if anyone's like alive, even though he knows he's got he he knows what a dead 
god looks like, but he's still trying to like get them up. Could you make a perception check, Gerald, as your or an investigation check as you're kind of going through these oh. bodies? Actually, perception probably is better because it's a more passive thing as you're checking them. Okay. Um, not bad. That's um seventeen. Okay, uh, they're certainly not alive. Um, you can you can tell that they've been pretty uh, battered as well. These look. These don't look like as elegant wounds as the ones you saw previously. It's not just a single apple to the head. Um, that seems to have been an element of it, but it seems whatever did this uh, has left traces on the body of uh, vines. You see little sprigs of, uh, of, of leaf and vine kind of wrapped throughout the clay of their bodies. Hmm. Can I ask, can we see, or like, is there any visual indication as to where the various holes go to in this, like, rabbit thing? Uh, they, they all look pretty uh, dark, but you do notice when you get close, to, like, when you came out of the one uh, you did, turning around, you would have seen uh, it, a, a very slight shimmer of the... Uh... <laughs> I was going to use World of Warcraft as a reference there. It was probably not the best <laughs> launching off point. But um, you could see a kind of, like, you know, like a blurry thumbnail of the location uh, mm -hmm. which they would head to. So if you're familiar with the location, you could probably make it out. Uh, but you'd okay. need to be near the portal to test it. Yeah. Okay. And I don't remember. I think this is the only area that has holes, right? Like when you go further in, there aren't, there isn't like a burrow again. Yeah, no, this this is the nexus area for entering into the base. They have secret entrances that lead from other other planets and other dimensions, but this is the main entranceway. Yeah. Can I just Can I just say that we we do still have our little hand plungers if we want to climb back up one of the holes? <laughs> <laughs> Is that? Can I check the physics of the holes, please, DM? I thought Did we could just hop in. I didn't realize. One way, but then to get out the hole the other way, you'd have to climb up the hole. <laughs> you get the impression if you hopped in the hole, you probably would be okay. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, that would be a really inefficient means of transport. <laughs> but, um, I like the ingenuity. <laughs> but it was ingenious. Yeah, I, those those plungers are definitely still in your inventory. So. <laughs> If at any point you do need to climb, you're sorted. <laughs> we could climb on the ceiling. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> kind of attack from above. <laughs> um, no, quick, quick um, uh, team talk. I, I think the Idlers Club are in danger. That much is clear. But um, we hold the information... But we need to, to, to put a stop to whatever it is the gods are planning. Um, we know that we were supposed to meet them at the, um, that, uh, what, what was it called? The place, that, like, there was the body of a dead dragon. Um, uh, the Crucible. The Crucible. And uh, we know we're trying to prevent this great ruin, this intelligence. So, the way I see it, we stand here with two choices. We go in and fight whatever's going on in there, or do we try and make a break for it while we're still uh, undetected 
and head to the crucible. I still think that we should call Thrun and get him to take us up to the crucible. But what if... What if they need us? But maybe they're not in danger. Maybe they're the bad guys. The Idlers Club? I don't know who to trust anymore. I, I, I don't even know why people... I don't know why we've done half of the things we've done. Look, we can we can ponder on it later, but I I think we need to make a decision now. In my mind, I I want to get a closer look at what's going on here first before we run from it. What do you think, Gerald? I think we should try and see what's through there. But I. But I do agree we should go to the crucible. So I think let's try and scope this out first. Let's stay hidden and just see what's happening. I don't want to get involved in any fights. Wise words, Binky. Stick to the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, straight up like like a, you know, like droid kids from Star Wars? Yeah. Xander's <laughs> uh, just going to tuck in his legs and arms and just roll away into the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Binky follows exactly the same way. Yeah. <laughs> Gerald walks. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of three. <laughs> uh, so as you roll slash walk your way to the uh, exit, are you, are you doing this stealthily or? Yes. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> to cla- so to clarify, we're trying to get closer to the source of the battle or whatever's going on. We're trying to see on. what who's actually involved in the altercation, basically. Yeah. Okay. I know um, I know we're really pushing it that we're like we want to know everything but we don't want to be seen. One <laughs> <laughs> miles gone. <laughs> as much as we can discern without uh, revealing ourselves. Okay. Um in which case go ahead and make another group stealth check as you get right up to the end of the uh thing. So you're going to need two successes on this. I'm going to say the DC is going to be a 12. I got 29. I got a non-natural 20. Oh. Um, I got an 18. So Look it looks at like us. I won. Well, that is a <laughs> blistering success. <laughs> um, you all managed to... <laughs> so the two of you rolling, you roll and then hit the wall at either side of the end of the tunnel and then uh, do like cool commando poses and then <laughs> Gerald just walks up <laughs> and you realize there's no enemies just at the outside, so you're all right for now. But um, looking further in, you get a bit of a view of the main foyer of the Idlers Club. <clears throat> Uh, and you can see just destruction. The the um, the different work surfaces and uh, computer stations and um, equipment racks have all been like blown off the walls or destroyed. Um, and in the center of the room, uh, well, spiraling out from the center of the room, uh, bodies that have been chucked up against the wall and thrown and just strewn around, clearly of more dead. Um, either assistants or wrecked automatons or <clears throat> uh, and a few gods dotted around uh, and in the center of the room you can currently see Gryla Gryla the um, god of alliteration uh, is fending off what can only be described as a shambling mass of uh, vines and um, plant matter now Binky's really worried about Polly 
Um, and you can see Gryla Gryla is the uh, is um, weaving spells in the air. You can see these letters uh, formed out of an orange and purple energy flying out and slamming the uh, slamming the creature in doublets. So, like it's like a double S and then a double R. And then a double <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. I love that. Um, <laughs> And this this shambling mass of, of plant matter is is whipping vines at uh, Grinder Grinder in the center of the room. You can hear her going, "You'll never best me, you plant." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's hot. Stinky <laughs> whiskers. It's t-shirt time. <laughs> I, I made this god of alliteration that was way too lazy to follow through on the whole alliterating thing. She's so using she... all of it to, to fight off this creature. That's so. true, yeah. She's using all her energy for that. Oh. <laughs> Binky whispers, it could be the god of growth. Yes, I think you're right. Um, Xander's hands catch fire again one more time, like preemptively. And uh, and he sort of fans them a little bit, just pulsing energy through them, so they they burn quite harsh in front of you guys. And he's just looking like doing eyes at you guys because he he really wants to to join the fight, but doesn't want to force you guys to do it as well. So he's like waiting to see what the group does. Go if you want to, Xander. It's okay. We'll be right. I'll be right here. And uh, I'm, I'd like to peel off from the wall and just <laughs> burning hands. Burning hands. Go ahead and uh, oh wait, the creature has to make a roll, doesn't it, for this? Yes. Yeah, so it's a, de- um, a dexterity save at DC only of twelve. Sure hope you've gone okay. a good distance from us before you've cast this, so you don't give away our location. Well, with burning hands, I'm going to say it probably is going to give away the location either way if that changes anything but um because it's a big blast of fire and it's a spell spells usually break you out of stealth i'd say but because uh the shamble the shambling mound hasn't uh seen you um i use shambling mound it's actually a, that that's confusing because that's a D term but anyway uh <laughs> the shambling creature, the creature yeah uh has not spotted you so i'm gonna give it disadvantage on the dexterity check um mm-hmm Uh, so it has to be a twelve, right? Also, just to clarify, it, it's a fifteen foot cone, so I would I would need to be within fifteen feet. Is that oh, okay. plausible that I would? Um, dump? you, hmm. If you want to get that close, then you probably will need to make another stealth check. But it's. I mean, I'm, be I'm I don't I'm kind of happy DC. to I I don't need to sneak up on it. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that I don't get Binky and Gerald in trouble because of it. Does that make sense? Okay, okay. Like if <clears> I peel case, away and yeah. and it turns around and sees me, I'm fine with that. If yeah. I can so still the spell's the only going to give away your location. It's not going to. Yeah. yeah. The other two are still hidden. If that. Yeah. And so yeah, I'll cover that ground and then. In which case, your watch as Xander charges towards this creature, uh, and it's going to. It won't get disadvantage then because it's uh, mm-hmm. a straight check, and it's going to turn as you run towards it with these flaming, flaming hands. It rolled a nat one. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's uh, for minus one for a grand total of zero. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so that's 10 points of fire damage. So as you split, what does it look like when you cast this spell? When you, uh... It's uh, so that, that my hands have caught fire, which they also didn't used to do. It, when I used to cast the spell, it was a very geometric, uh, practiced, somatic spell. And this time my hands caught fire before I cast it um, because I'm casting it more out of like anger rather than textbook like, um, you know, technique. And but I still basically p- place my palms out straight out in front of me uh, facing the creature and then touch my thumbs together. And then this sheet of fire just erupts from that those hands um, that lasts for like two seconds and then disappears um, as these flames wreath the creature, uh, how much how much damage is it? It was ten. Okay, uh, it recoils and makes a sound like a kind of if a plant could scream, it goes. Ah, <laughs> oh, the plant uh, could scream. <laughs> and it says the fire ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Uh, in which case, there's a few things around it that will get lit on fire. Uh, the thing itself isn't flammable, but it does seem to have done a lot more damage than that. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. does not like the fire. But uh, don't... It's, and I could be very wrong. I could be very wrong. But if someone rolls a nat 1, don't they get twice? No, it's if I roll a natural 20 on an attack. Oh, my bad. I wanted this plant to go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks pretty hurt. And as it uh, recoils from the uh, burning hands, it's uh, Gryla Gryla kind of rejuvenates a bit and turns to you and says well it's about time and throws a few more letters at it uh you now see these are arcane missiles but they're in the shape of uh letters couldn't let you have all the fun <laughs> who are you Xander? i know right Xander <laughs> is so it's the first time he's come up with something witty in a fight ever <laughs> well your arrival is positively perfectly timed <laughs> uh and she throws another arcane missile well and she looks done. tired. <laughs> um, can I... Um, so Gerald turns to Binky. Actually, hold up. Who has the documents? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no! I straight up have the documents. Oh, yeah. un- oh, unless you guys boy. think you would have taken them from me. I had them originally. Well, we, we split them up three ways, I think. Didn't we? No. Did we not do that in the end? No. To read through them. I thought somebody split them in three ways so that we each carried three different parts. Oh, I thought Xander they make them that all. Up? You might have. I think we distributed them for reading and yeah. then uh, I assume I collected them yeah. back again. Oh, Xander. So you've currently uh, got them on your person, Xander. Yeah. Uh, they won't have caught fire, though, because the, <laughs> the spell is... <laughs> directed outwards from you but if you you know if, if it backfired maybe but mm. okay i mean i was gonna tell binky to protect the files but i'm not gonna you know so uh <laughs> i'm gonna look to binky and say i'm sorry i just have to and i'm gonna run into the room um i'm gonna do a front flip because you know i've got to do a front flip um, I'm gonna take two paper clips out, my sharp ones, um, at the same time, and I'm gonna stab myself in the thighs with both, 
and kind of like pull along my thigh oh. and then <laughs> oh. they're not your thighs <laughs> and then I'm gonna throw one at the plant and then a, a, a second one at the plant because I can do two um actions yeah. I can do two attacks on my action yeah awesome uh so these will be since you were hidden from the earlier stealth check these will count as uh as it'll be it counts as a kind of surprise round is what's happening here um so go ahead and make those attack rolls with uh advantage or the first one with advantage anyway okay sorry one second i'm just checking because i did because i'm using like blood maledict i believe mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i'm just checking if i can actually do that on two different actions at the same time i i think you do it with one you do it once and then it you keep that bonus oh sugar for future oh how close can i get to this plant without it <laughs> is it because you're what you're just gonna get get the bonus and then throw it away yeah <laughs> mm. oh i see yeah you'd have to run into the room wouldn't you to melee it. were you gonna throw them or i was gonna throw them yeah no i'm still gonna throw them because okay that's what gerald would do does gerald have two attacks or have i made that up yeah i do have two attacks so Though that is my two attacks because I can throw one and then throw the other one. Um, I'm just yep. checking that I can imbue both. Um, I think so. I just might take a lot. Of time. I mean, yeah. Let's let's say you can imbue both. I think it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think right. they'll both count. So, yeah, yeah. And it does um, say doing it once is no action. So I guess you can do it as many times in a turn. You just have to. <laughs> yeah. You have to to roll the damage each time, right? Okay, yourself. so yeah. it is yeah. uh, this one for throwing uh, that. So let's roll. So do you, do you have to roll the damage on yourself because of the blood maledict? Yes, I think the activation yes. cost is uh, yeah. A D6. Damage to yourself. Do I roll that first? Yeah, I'd and say then go ahead and roll that first. Yeah, and then you can add that to your attack. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Ooh. It, it's good and bad <laughs> it's a six i didn't realize i could add it to my roll i don't think i did that before um right so now i roll to actually attack right mm-hmm. so that is uh, sorry for those of you on the radio this is a <laughs> slow process okay so i roll um oh boy okay so that's um 18 because that's six plus six plus six I think the the plus six is damage. Um, yeah, so you don't add that to your uh, to attack. You add it to your damage. Oh boy! Okay, that's twelve. A twelve. Uh, unfortunately, a twelve doesn't hit. So as this first one uh, flies towards the creature, it, it's it's still writhing from the fire, and it just rides out of the way almost accidentally of uh, of the first throwing dart. Uh, but you've still got the second attack. Okay, come on, second attack. Come Are you on. doing blood maledict on this one as well? Yeah. Do I roll a fresh? I would ask Miles. I don't know. I do not know what to do in this situation. I I go ahead and roll it again. Uh, we'll double check the rules in between episodes, and we'll get back to it. But if there's a rules aficionado out there who is getting uh, uh, antsy, <laughs> ang- <up>. angry <laughs> at this, then uh, we will fix it. <laughs> but uh, I think oh the blood maledict twice is cool. <laughs> I just, you know what? I just want Gerald to be a bit cool, to be honest. Yeah. He did have the Eldritch kebab from a couple of episodes ago, so I guess I'll just keep that. Um, that was another twelve. 
So I've taken nine damage and the plant has taken none. So let's, <laughs> you know, it's just sad. So you jab these um, paper clips into yourself and, and kind of imbue them with your own uh, powers. But unfortunately, the, the the second one just it hits oh, the uh, creature, but embeds itself. I also, I'm sorry, I read the rule wrong. Just if we're really delving into it, let's just delve into it. <laughs> I read it wrong. Uh, I don't know what I was looking at um, but before, but it, it is a bonus action to do that. To oh, okay, so you right. do it once. In which case, yeah. you only take six damage because the first one was the activation. And then, yeah. <clears throat> um, and you would have still had the bonus afterwards. So I think that bonus stays up, right? I think that's how we've ruled it before. Um, were you doing this one or were you doing this one? Oh, no, I was doing Crimson Right, wasn't I? Oh, I do apologize. got myself in a bit of a tangle here. I believe I've always done Crimson Right. <laughs> and I think I've just gone a bit rogue. <laughs> yeah, so I think you can then choose to amplify your curse. But we'll get into that later on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, basically I've taken six damage. I've done a front flip. And I've made myself look a bit of a fool. <laughs> <laughs> but you hit the plant with the second one. But it uh, it, it doesn't seem to impact it. <clears throat> Uh, particularly, but it's still looking pretty hurt. It's it's on the brink here. It's um it's already had some hits from Gryler, and uh, that that fire did a, did a lot of damage. Um, oh, so I was, I was hoping to get a nice like quip from Gryler, but she's just gonna be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh oh god, I just stabbed myself. <laughs> You're gonna earn the quip. <laughs> um, plus, I don't have enough alliterative <laughs> power to. <laughs> Make up three quips. So at least I'm thankful one of you missed. <laughs> um, Binky, what are you doing whilst this is happening? Oh, Binky just wants to sit, stand back. I feel like she does this in every fight where she just kind of sits somewhere and watches. But this part to clarify, of her... she's also our healer, right? Uh, um, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> what? My point being, we don't want you to die. Okay. Well, I mean, what I mean is, oh, I, I was going to say, I don't think Binky has any um, healing powers, but she does, having looked again. Um, Binky is thinking about these documents and is thinking that people need proof that there is corruption within the Bureau. So I think she's going to try and sneak towards Xander to try and pick him I, you could just have them <laughs> no but you i don't want to be seen by anyone okay so you're trying to avoid the sight of the shambling man yeah i don't want to be the, attacked the creature yeah um and i don't want people to look at me because then the creature will also look at me potentially depending on how much their eyes are distorted by their leaves okay it's gonna be a hard stealth check because the mound is now um <clears throat> on on guard mm -hmm. having been attacked uh and the room this room is still pretty open oh boy so uh it's gonna be a dc of 18 okay um on the stealth check yeah uh so go ahead and make a stealth check okay first okay that is a 21 hey. Hey. so you managed to sneak over to uh to xander um 
and you're kind of pressing yourself up against the walls and you're hiding behind a desk at the moment. Uh, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check to try and pickpocket Oof. it from Xander. This one's this one's going to be more tricky. And this is again going to be very good at sleight of hand. Uh, Eighteen. Actually, yeah, it's sixteen, I guess. Oh no! It, I think it's. I think it's that's cocked. cocked. Yeah. Cocked. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll set the DC at sixteen, not eighteen. It's, it's Xander. Oh boy, uh, that is a twelve. So you uh, you reach your hand into into Xander's. Where where are the documents, Xander? They were just like uh, underneath my jacket on my front, like on my tummy. <laughs> so you very stealthily make your way over, and then just basically bear hug Xander from behind, <laughs> oh, trying to blinky. grab these documents. <laughs> Shh, careful! No, I just want the documents. I'm gonna go Take hide. Them. Okay. Um. So you manage to exchange the documents. Uh, the Shambling Mound is now going to take a swipe at uh, you, uh, Xander, seeing as you flamed it. <clears throat> uh, we're in a kind of pseudo-initiative here, but we'll roll initiative properly if they are. Uh, Ooh, sorry. Um, could mm-hmm. I, as a bonus action, mm-hmm. uh, chuck a Bardic Inspiration at um, Xander? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So go ahead and roll the Bardic Inspiration. Uh, oh, no, sorry. No, you just give it, it just to gives me. just gives me the die. So, uh, Xander, as Binky uh, detaches from you and disappears back into the shadows, you uh, you feel a sense of empowerment. <laughs> as a little bubble pops on the tip of your nose. Let's do this. Aww. <laughs> and uh, the creature is going to take some swipes at you. It's not happy. The first one it rolled was a... Uh, 23 Ooh. yeah uh, and that's going to be sorry get my dice in order get your dice in order 9 bludgeoning damage Ooh. as it slams you with one of its vines it just whips out towards you uh, it's going to make a second attack as it has multi attack and that's a 10 to hit no <laughs> so the first vine is wrapped around your arm and the second one comes out to try and wrap around your other arm but then uh, you manage to shake it off and it um, reels back from you. Uh, uh, the creature is reeling back in pain but I am going to have to get you to uh, uh, roll initiative those of you who are still in the fight. So Binky, you have managed to um, remove yourself from it for the moment. Uh, so for the rest of you can roll initiative. Shall um, I roll it just in case? Roll it just in case, yeah. So you know when to your... Oh, that's a nat 20 when I don't need it. I also got a nat 20. Wait. Hey. <laughs> oh, nat 20. Cl- no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't convincing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so 25 to 20. Yeah, so I guess my, that's technically a 24 for me. Oh, yeah, mine's also a 24. Lovely. Okay, so you guys are at the top <laughs> of the round. Um, Mine's 23, so I'm not that far behind. No, sorry, I lie. I can't count. It's a 22. Okay. Um, And then, okay, lovely. Sorry, I'm just getting all that down. So, first up, uh, at the top of the round, Xander and Binky, you both have an action. So this creature is writhing from the pain of the fire. Uh, it's, it's in the midst of battle with Gryla. 
what would you like to do? You can decide your own order since you rolled the uh, same. Yeah, well, why doesn't Xander go? Because Binky's re- not really taking part at the minute. Okay, so uh, I'm going to um, quit with the magic, pull out my rapier, and sure, just because I haven't used it yet, I don't think, I'm going to like sort of um, flick it a little bit. And uh, is this how the item it worked that you were imagining? It's going to now crackle with lightning? Yes, yeah, that's the one. And um, I'm going to um, deftly kind of cut into it. Oh my gosh, I'll do... Oh no, I was about to do a Z. That's not how you spell Xander. I'll do an X. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so, so I'll roll to hit with my rapier. Um. <clears throat> 14. Uh, so a 14 does not hit, unfortunately. So you swipe um, in the air, but it manages to bat your sword out of the way with uh, one of its vines. I do. I can do two weapon fighting. Would you ha- be happy with me attacking with a dagger with my bonus action? Absolutely, yeah. Rapier and dagger. Okay, so I'll hold that sort of in commando mode and have a jab. Um, and then I don't add my ability modifier to the damage. Okay. You do have a bardic inspiration as well. Just in yes. Whoa. Okay. So, uh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen does hit. Can I add the bard? Do you know off the top of your head if I can add the bardic after I know if it hits or not? Uh, uh, this can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the outcome. Okay. And it can add to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Okay. Uh, but that does hit. Cool. So that's going to be two damage. Two damage. You slice at the uh, vine as it comes past and bats your sword out the way and manage to uh, nick it slightly. Uh, it It's still very much up, but it's, it's getting closer and closer to death. Can I ask a, qu- uh, a quick rules question? Uh, absolutely. Um, it's about the bardic. Um, if it says one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw, what does that mean? Like, what what are each of those things? So an attack roll is a roll you make when you try to hit something. So mm-hmm. you make that before a damage roll. Uh, you uh, An ability check is like uh, if you make a stealth check or mm-hmm. a perception check. So you're trying to do something in the world. Uh, a saving throw is if something affects you and you need to try and resist it. So if you... Um, walk on a slippery patch of ice you make a dexterity save in order to see if you can passively resist it well not passively but resist something that's happening to you rather than actively doing something i like to think of them as active and passive um so yeah that's where you can add your uh, rolls to uh so anything else with your turn xander um uh, if if binky's still near i'll just be like get out of here binky Um, Binky is going to hide. Okay. Um, I don't know, just hide, I think. And then also as a bonus action, throw Gerald a bardic inspiration. Okay. Uh, in which case, Gerald, do you feel a, you feel a little bubble just on the uh, back of your head? Is that how it, is that how it happens? Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the tip of your nose. 
on the tip of your nose, uh, but you remain hidden. So you you still have, I mean, you have your action. But um, oh, is hide not an action? Well, you're already hidden, so uh, you wouldn't okay. need to do it again. Oh, in that case, in that case, uh, Binky is um, tucked away, but is gonna pull out her flute and and, and whisper into it some some not not very nice not very nice words. <gasps> If you're going to attack, I would say that would break you okay, out of stuff. Okay, that's fine. If you want to. But I, yeah. I, I feel as though that's okay. Because it, it, the person in the weeds would have to guess where Binky is if she's in the dark in a the, corner the, somewhere. The person in the weeds? <laughs> 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 this isn't like the Grease Goblet again. <laughs> it's not a costume. <laughs> um... But what well, no, what I'm saying is so usually an attack would, would kind of break you out of stealth, so it would know where you were as soon as you attacked it. Well Oh <laughs> <laughs> well. Binky was hidden when she cast a vicious mockery at Xander and it didn't break her. That was your own guy though. So I would say if you're attacking the thing you're attacking becomes aware of you. Okay. Would um, you cast it, vicious mockery at me? Yeah, do you remember when we were swiping the cards? Because you tried to communicate, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, okay, she'll just hide then in that case. Um, but you, you, you're welcome to attack and then try and hide again after. If you want. Oh, can you hide as a no? Well, actually, no, you can't hide. As I can't know because I've already used. My oh, I can hide as a bonus section. <laughs> rogues. <laughs> Those darn rogues. Um. Mm, mm. Um, can I, can I, um, use my mage hand to just pick its leaves? <laughs> Would that keep me stealthy? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. you can keep it stealthy. <laughs> you can steal some of the leaves okay. off of the, uh... I just want to, I just want to distract it. Wait, so you want to distract it? Yeah, but like my mage hand would just be like distracting it by pulling leaves off of it, so it's like, oh, what's happening? Okay, that that's gonna risk breaking you out of stealth is the only thing. Okay, like, I, I'm I, willing to take the risk. Okay, okay. Uh, so, uh, absolutely. Then you can mage hand and try and just. Could you make a um, a performance check? Oh. As you do that. Can I ask why it's performance? Well, I just figured it's um, you're you're trying to distract it because it's a ruse. That is a sixteen. Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, you successfully <clears throat> pluck a few uh, leaves off the backside of the creature, and it kind of <laughs> looks up and turns around a bit. Um, are you trying to get it to look a particular way or anything? I'm trying to distract it from future attacks. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say it's looking distracted, so it's going to get a minus one to its AC for the next attack against it. Okay. I was, I was hoping to um, get you. I was hoping to get you guys some advantage, but it's okay. <laughs> it's just quite a strong advantage. Is quite a strong mm-hmm. effect, I'd mm-hmm. say, for that because it's uh, sneaky. But um, it's going to get minus one to its own AC for that. Um, anything else with the turn, Biggie? You do remain hidden though. Okay. Nah. That's it. Because it was successful. Um, in which case, next up is Gerald. Okay, so while you guys have been doing this, I've been freaking out because I've just <laughs> realised that I can do spells, and I had no idea. 
<laughs> and I really need to investigate this D&D Beyond thing. Um, so I'm going to use some spells now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, just okay. erupts into a whirlwind of arcane power. <laughs> I had so, no idea. You know, in like an anime, when someone discovers their true power. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. I just thought That's I had like really cool weapons. Like I had no idea I I could do spells. Mm. So <laughs> here we go. Oh my goodness! Anyone listening that like plays D and D is like their their palm in their face right now. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know she could do spells. <laughs> okay. You know, in like so, uh, like a video game where you don't realize there's a mini map for like thirty hours. <laughs> oh like, yeah. How are you supposed to know where to go? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this. Okay. I would like to use Eldritch Blast. You have Eldritch Blast? I have Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Best spell in the game. Absolutely, you can use Eldritch Blast. I'm what sorry, does it look did, like? Was, was, I don't know. Will's looking at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? That's why I picked it. I was like, I know what that is. Um, Will's looking at me like I can't do this. Can anyone other than Warlocks do Eldritch Blast? I think if you have a way to get the spell, you can. I think you'll find you've that it. if I'm on D&D Beyond and it gives me the option to put Eldritch Blast and it says Cantrip and it says Bloodhunter underneath it, yeah, that I, think, I can indeed use I it. I think Bloodhunters can. Yeah, Bloodhunters do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, do yeah. they? Do they? <laughs> oh, that's news to me, isn't it? My it's all written right there. <laughs> right, I would like um. to use Eldritch Blast. Um... I also have a home rule that anyone's allowed to use Eldritch Blast at any moment in a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at any moment. Yeah. Anyone can use it whenever. I'd just like to throw this out there because it's capitalised. It says cast at will. I didn't do nothing. And will is capitalised. <laughs> and I just feel like it's telling me. <laughs> okay, so we're going to no, pause the I game for a second. I am going to the plot. Uh, Lily, if you could Eldritch Blast will. <laughs> 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 Xander's going to be out for the rest of the session. Um, okay, so I believe that uh, so a beam of crackling energy streaks toward a creature within range. So that means I can just pick the plant, right? Doesn't uh, it? Yes, yeah, you can just pick, okay. the, pick the plant. So it's going to the plant, but instead of being like energy, it's going to be like loads of like, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like a pressure washer <laughs> of paper clips? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and like, no one, like, li- least of all Gerald, like, no one no one knew he could do this. So it's just, <laughs> just going to all of a sudden erupt in paper clips. He can't, he doesn't even need them anymore. He can just make them. Okay, this is serious. Right, so it's going to look like that. Um, I hope if I can roll this. So I think I just rolled to hit. Yeah, it's a it's a ranged attack, I think, right? So it's your yeah, yeah. You got sixty foot range on it, I think. Hundred twenty. Hundred twenty foot range. Yeah. Hundred twenty foot range on those paper clips. Hundred twenty foot range. <laughs> Fountain of <laughs> paper clips. Uh, is it plus your dex, or would it be plus a sp- like a spell modifier? Uh, don't worry, I've got oh, it all. You got it. Okay. I've got it all here. Um, thank you very much, Xander. Um, okay. It, I've I've rolled an eighteen. Uh lovely. An eighteen is absolutely gonna hit. <sighs> oh I see it is right there, yeah. I'm, oh, I'm imagining uh Gerald's eyes are like a slot machine have just gone and then landed on paper clips. Okay, so that is um 
what what does that mean no oh it's it's force okay hang on so it's 1d10 um mm -hmm. so let me just let me just locate a, a d10 that's that's not a d10 is it no where's it where's the d10 um the flat one the flat one this one nope flatter that's not that's not helping me. I'm not going to lie to you. You can also roll a percentile dice. So. This one? Yeah. Uh, four. Four damage. So four of the ten paper clips that fire out uh, embed themselves in a, in a kind of G shape on the, uh, on the creature. Uh, and <laughs> were you expecting to be able to do this, Gerald? So, um, There's very much a lot of surprise going on today. <laughs> so everyone in the room, including the creature, turns to you like... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Gerald is going to like um, do like a, sh a shrug and then cast it again directly at the Because <laughs> it's a cantrip, so I can do... And I have uh, two attacks per action. No, no so I, I so think you, you can do it twice, but I think it's because you have two beams at level five. A level six. Uh, yeah, at level five, you have uh, two beams of Eldritch Blast, but it's not because of extra attack. They're slightly different things. But you do get a second one, yeah. But then I don't get a third. Correct, yeah. So uh, it says two, yeah. total beams, two. Interesting. So that's, like, separate to the fact that I can do two actions. Yeah, so you can't do two actions. You can do two attacks, like melee attacks, or, like, bow and arrow attacks. With your, with your oh, that doesn't ca that doesn't count as well. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I'm new. I'm new to this whole spells business. Ooh. Um, fifteen. A fifteen is a hit. Again, roll damage again. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, a four again. As the uh, paperclips embed themselves in the creature, uh, it goes to one goes in uh, a kind of yellow bulbous fruit thing hanging from its upper shoulder. Another one embeds itself into a, a vine at the center, and then the third uh, hits it right in the center of its mass. And you hear a kind of, and then it keels over and lands in the center of the room. Finished it off. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm just going to say, like, Gerald's going to have a moment here because he's just not been successful in basically anything he's tried to do. Apart, again, apart from the Eldritch Kebab. I can't take that away from him. But he's he's going to look at this, look at his hands, look at the plant, look at his hands again. <laughs> he's not really sure how that happened. <laughs> where, where, did, where did that come from, Gerald? I... I, I I don't know. Where have you been keeping that? I, I, I honestly don't know. I, it, it just happened. I guess I can just summon paper clips at will now. Well, good time to find that out. Gryla, <laughs> Gryla. <laughs> like title screen. Gryla, <laughs> Gryla, are you okay? Um, uh, yes, a little tired. That was, took it out of me a bit, but you came just in time. Um, it seems a few of these creatures have been wreaking havoc down here. I think it's the work of Cynthia. 
But it's, it's it, it was only these, uh, whatever these viney boys are. It wasn't anything, um, I don't know, universe ending, was it? No, it's just a few of these, but as you can see, they've done a fair amount of damage. Uh, we've had quite a lot of casualties. They seem to have been trained to take out gods. You might have noticed some of the corpses. They've been ramming apples into people's heads and uh, doing all sorts of nasty business down here. Hang on. Winky! Winky, are you there? Yes! Yes! And she right runs out of the shadows and up to Gryla and goes, Is, is Polly okay? Uh... I honestly don't know, my dear. I, I haven't seen her. We, we got separated in the fighting, but uh, perhaps she'd be in her study, if so, in her a workshop. I, th- I think we should go to Polly. Agreed. Oh, agreed. Maybe she'll be in the mood to make something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, Just a hunch. <laughs> And uh, Gryla, as you you all sprint off to Polly, if that's where you're going, Gryla's just like, oh, well, nice to see you too. (laughs) 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 And then starts shuffling off to another part of the uh, cavern. Um, As you make your way towards the workshop, you do see more and more bodies strewn around here. Uh, It seems uh, that a few of these creatures, you do see a couple bodies of creatures, uh, much like the shambling mass you saw in the central room littering the corridors um as you get to polly's workshop upon entering you see at the the far end a kind of makeship uh, well a table has been made into a kind of hospital bed type thing and you see polly is there uh and lying in the bed is uh ion <clears throat> kind of clutching his side and Polly's kind of moving around the room and grabbing stuff and running back over to him and like uh, trying to stitch wounds. And but yeah, uh, it looks like it's been made into a kind of makeshift um, care facility. You can see a few other beds are scattered around as well with people you don't recognize in them that are mostly asleep or uh, <coughs> sounding. Uh, and from other parts of the uh, workshop, well, sort of from other parts of the headquarters behind you, you can hear the occasional rumble of another creature. Uh, it seems the fighting is still going on, and this has been turned into a kind of makeshift care facility. Is, uh, do you need any help? Huh? Oh, it's you guys. Um, where did you come from? We what were it's... with we were with Gryla. There was one of those big, big plant things. Oh yeah, we, we've been trying to clean them up. There's, there's been um a, a few of them. I. Are you okay? Yes, I I'm fine. I, I managed to avoid the brunt of it, but. Um, Ion's not doing so great. What happened? Well, they just came out of the holes. We, we, we don't know where they came from. Uh, it seems Cynthia somehow found our base and has been sending them down to end us. We've lost a lot of good gods today. How's Ion looking? Um, and she kind of looks at him and then looks at you guys and just shakes her head. Oh. Is there... Not anything we can do? Well, um, you see, a couple of them got apples in him, and he's, uh, he's not doing so great. He, he managed to fight off, uh, two of those creatures by himself. But, um, it's, uh, it's, it's not, like he's very weak. You could, you could speak to him, if you like. But, uh, I, um, I, I, I have this healing potion, and then she pulls out what is essentially apple <laughs> <laughs> 
a healing potion. That would be a, a lot of help, actually, if you could just feed it to him. That would that would. Okay. Just give him the potion. That would that would solve everything. And then I I oh, pop no. the bottle open <laughs> and pour it into his mouth. <laughs> He's like, hmm, that's tasty. Tastes like apples. <laughs> oh, Benki. What are you doing here? <laughs> Hi. Hi. How you doing? Uh, <clears throat> not so good. Uh, those things got me pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How you feeling now? Uh, a little bit tired. Okay. Why don't you rest? I gave I you I just gave you a healing potion, and maybe after you sleep, it'll wake up and you'll be better. Oh. Yeah, I think maybe some. Yeah, maybe some sleep will do me good. Yeah. How long? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, hey, Xander, you're here. Hey, we um, we got the documents from Shine Scraper Heights. Oh. Oh yeah, we, I forgot about those. Yeah. We know what their plan is now, and we we know how to stop it. You do. You did. You did your job. Oh. It'll all be over soon. Just go to sleep, and when you wake up, then you'll be all healed from the potion. Could I, could I ask a favor? Yeah. Okay. Uh, could you, could you put me in a, a nice, nice hole somewhere? Yeah, I, I look at uh, Gerald and Binky and say. Any, anything you want, Iron, yeah. I think he's really confused as to why this question's being asked. Yeah, that'd be good. It's time to sleep. Good night. See you when you wake up. And you see the, uh, his head kind of goes slack to the side, and then his body starts to very gently shake, and his form begins to revert to the grey uh, mass that you've seen the other dead gods no! turn into. But, but the healing potion! He's gone, Binky. But it was a healing potion! Binky falls to her knees. Gerald tries to comfort her. I think he partly feels like it was her fault that he died just then. There wasn't anything we could have done, Binky. We were on a mission to get those documents from Shrinescraper Heights, which we did successfully. I know. Polly comes over to you and um, puts a hand on your shoulder, Binky, and goes, uh, "If it's any consolation, I, I, I think even a even a healing potion at this stage probably wasn't gonna gonna do much. Um, yeah, those things got him pretty bad." Binky's very upset and like sobbing but also as soon as Polly touches her shoulder gets like heart flutters 
Um, Polly's going to go, they're there, they're there, and just pull Binky in for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Polly's going to look at the rest of you and go, look, um, this place is, is, is getting cleared out. Um, we're doing our best. But I, th- I think, I think, did you, look, did you get anything good from those documents? We did. We need to know, Polly, mm-hmm. is there anyone here who would come with us if we were to confront the gods behind all this? Well, there's not many of us left, but I can assure you, you'd have the full support of the Idlers Club. On on that, mm-hmm. is um, is Ludos a part of the Idlers Club? Ludos. Um, he's been he's been working with us for a little while. Uh, he um he's been on the on a Heim base for a while, I, I believe. Uh, I last I heard, he was working with us. Yes. I kind of got the impression as I was coming here that he may have known that you're under attack. I don't know for certain, but. It seemed to me that he had a knowing grin just as I went through the hole. How did how did they know that the Idlers Club was here? Wasn't it hidden here on home? Yes, well, we thought so, but... Well, I, I suppose if you got a bad feeling off of Ludos, then someone must have ratted us out. Uh, Polly, we don't have much time to spare. We're headed to the Crucible. Do you know what that is? The Crucible? Yeah. You're, you're kidding, right? No. It's we we have to go there. Yes, but that place is dangerous, right? No god's been there for years. They're building something, Polly. They're making a god to kill all of the gods. They're calling it Interitus. A god? They're making a god? But... But Topi- Topiarius wouldn't wouldn't allow anything like no that. No one's right? seen Topiarius. For years. Really? And Polly, are you saying Topiarius would allow all of this? And I gesture to the bodies on the beds and on the floor. You make a good point. But if you're going to the Crucible, you're going to need more than uh, more than just a few idlers. Uh, we have strength here, but that place has been crawling with world tree termites for years now. Uh, and from what I've heard from passing dragons and messengers, it's only gotten worse up there. It's... Honestly, it's going to be more like a war. Well, we have us. We have the idlers. What remains? Maybe we have the f- curry the favour of a dragon. Is that enough, Polly? I suppose it'll have to be, won't it? Are you with us, Polly? Yes, 100%. Well, I'll see if... We can talk to Gryla Gryla. 
What about um, who was awkward pause man? Awkward, <laughs> the god of awkward pauses. Um, Correct. Oh, what was his name? I know him relatively well. We don't work together. This is me vamping as I look through my notes. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, we work together. I, I have. I must have written it down somewhere. Uh, his Torpec. name was, of course, Torpec. Yes, the god of awkward pauses. Thank you. Um, <laughs> he's. Uh, I, I saw him around. We have uh, we have a couple of other members who have survived and are currently over in the other uh, parts of the parts of the headquarters clearing this place up. But um, yes, Torpex around somewhere. Uh, but but you'll you have our full support. I, I can assure you. These these people love Ion dearly, and now that he's gone, I'm sure they'd want to fulfil whatever uh, missions he had left. Are there um? holes here that could take us straight to the crucible do we need to fly there hmm. not to the crucible you're going to need to you're going to need some help to get there i imagine well to get all of us there at least uh, you can get there on your dragon you said you had i hope so yeah yes so uh, i'm sure if you have a dragon that will get you there but that's not going to fit all of us You're going to need some help. Um, have you heard of... Uh, have you heard of... Uh, Beeble? <laughs> There's just sort of a silence in this hospital ward. Like makeshift hospital ward where people have died. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Have you heard of Beeble? <clears throat> Have I heard of Beeble? Do, do you mean people? No, no. Beeble. What is what is Beeble? Beeble. I I wish this was a name I came up with on the spot, but this has been in my notes for weeks. <laughs> Was it a book uh, filled with prophecies and uh, stories that founded the religion? <laughs> no, Beeble is the Beeble is the World Tree Rat. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Just for those on the radio, Miles is just absolutely dying as he's saying. <laughs> oh, is that a friend of the pig? Uh, yes. Well, sort of friend. Uh, they they have a bit of an antagonistic relationship. Um. A plane is passing overhead. That was very um, uh, atmospheric. Don't worry, it's the, it's the shambling creatures. They're just clearing out. Oh, good. Um, uh, yes, Beeble is the world tree rat that runs up and down the tree and delivers messages and uh, goes to different planes when needed. And you think Beeble can help us? Well, if, if you could convince Beeble that uh, it's in their interests, you could probably get some... Them to transport us all the way up the tree. They're to a very Beeble! big rat. Smash cut. <laughs> Smash cut to us just sort of alone. With a rat. We don't know where Beeble is. <laughs> we just talk to every rat that we walk past. <laughs> um, uh, Smash cut back to Polly. Um, 
where do do you know where we might be able to reach Beeble? Uh well if you got to you could intercept one of his messages being carried. Uh, he tends to make daily trips up and down the, the world tree. And he's a very big rat, you can't miss him. <laughs> Sounds easy enough. He's a cosmic and- rat. <laughs> I know a few of those. <laughs> how, how much time do you and the idlers need to clear this place out and be ready to go? Not long at all. A day? Okay. I was hoping for five minutes, but that's fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it in less than a day uh, if we push it. We'll rendezvous with Rochambeau. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so if you want to get to Beevil, you can you can you can easily take one of the portals there. We can take a portal there. Uh, you you could take a portal to one of the branches and and wait for him. Where are the portals? You well, mean the back holes? In the, the, the holes, yes. Which one? Um, I can show you. I can show you. Can we, uh, carry um Ion over to the the holes as well? Absolutely. Xander, will you help me? Where where do you want to put him? In one of the holes. Doesn't wouldn't that mean he will come out the other side? <laughs> well, I don't know. That was his last wish. I was picturing like a hole in the ground, like. But that the, wouldn't be one of his holes. The only hole that doesn't go anywhere. Uh, and then he doesn't have to open and close it. Uh, okay. Pinky. We can put him in any hole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we've all suffered a lot of trauma today, and I think I think this is our brains trying to process our losses and our grief. I suggest that we leave um, Ion's body here and then when we return from the crucible, which we will, we have a proper ceremony. We've never had to have a ceremony for <laughs> Binky, Gerald, you still with you still there? Good. Oh, good. We've never had to have a, a ceremony for a god before. I will call it a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inspiring word. Thank you. Oh, it's just so emotional. From. I'm crying. I'm crying. So, to Beeble. Polly guides you to the uh, to the to the portal room uh, and uh, gestures to uh, one of the holes that takes you to actually a place not too far from where you um, intercepted the caravan on your way to the Shinescraper Tower, mm. and um, you find yourselves as you if you if you enter the hole, uh, you coming out the other side, you are on just a deserted branch of the World Tree, which lets you look out into the cosmos. 
uh, beyond. And you can see Heim, you can see the other realms all um, hanging from the trees, branches. Um, and Polly says to you, uh, if you wait here, then um, I'm sure Bieber will be around any moment. Do you know anything about Beeble and how we should talk to Beeble? Yes, Beeble can be a bit erratic. Oh, I'm not okay. like. I'm starting to think that we don't we don't want to meet Beeble. Beeble. I'm starting to think that Miles has has created Beeble and really really wants us to meet Beeble, and I'm I'm very concerned about Beeble. So that's how I feel. Beeble is erratic. Um, and seeks forgotten things, shiny things, um, knowledge, riddles. Uh, likes to play. Um, but yes, I, if you if you if you are truthful with Beeble, Beeble will be kind. Does Beeble <laughs> like bubbles? He might. I've never asked. I've never had the pleasure of speaking to Beeble. If I put Beeble in a bubble, would it be a Beeble bubble? You'd need a very big bubble. I can't stress how big this cosmic <laughs> rat is. <laughs> okay. It's the size of a planet. <laughs> Sorry, so you've never met Beeble? No. Well, I've, I've, I've secondhand... People have told me of Beeble and have uh, mentioned stories of Beeble. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there that um, enormous um, uh, turret uh, that Beeble used to uh, live on? Uh, you could call it a tower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the tower of Beeble. The Tower of Beeble. Yes, yes, of course. Yes, um, that's an old legend passed down through many generations. Yes, um, Beeble is a primal deity. You see, it, is, it was. It's so it's technically a god that Topiarius made, uh, but um, has existed a lot longer than any of us. So uh, they go a little bit stir fry. <laughs> I've heard when you have all the knowledge I trust you Polly he's perfectly harmless I assure you as long as you don't okay. annoy him <laughs> best of luck uh, clearing up the rest of the idlers club yes as I say we shouldn't take long uh, good luck and she disappears back through the hole and you're left for a brief moment on the tranquil uh, cosmos there's uh, Xander definitely has taken a moment here, um, which is like, uh, I don't know, he's having the realization that everything not only matters, but matters immensely. Like, obviously, you know, to regular humans like us, the players, uh, we know they're gods. Right. And so they're a big deal and they're primal and the universe is still quite young. So everything they're doing is shaping the universe to come and uh, all of that. But for them, they work in an office. Right. So doing their God stuff is like the everyday, it almost boring for them. So Xander is suddenly having this realization that everything they do, every interaction they have, every like time he's um like pushed another god around on a, on a wheelie chair in the office every like um paper clip that gerald has 
has made every uh, like bubble that Binky has blown um, it has all meant something and is an incredibly vitally important part of the universe. Um, and that's all hitting Xander right now. That it's not it's not meaningless. It's not just you know you you're born, you do your good job, you go to bed. Um, there's so much more than that. And he's he's thinking all of this as he as he waits for Beeble. Correct. <clears throat> what are the uh, what are what are Gerald and Binky doing as the uh, the wait begins? Uh, Binky's looking back through the hole and watching Polly walk away. <laughs> uh gerald is uh very safely away from everyone else but he is just continuously using eldritch blast (laughs) (laughs) guys this is so cool (laughs) we're proud of you gerald yes proud of gerald we are oh my god No, you have been waiting for Beeble. Oh my lord! And you see oh, a giant no. rat paw just slam itself into the tree. Um, it seems he's been very quiet up until now, as he's been creeping up under the branch beneath you. Uh, but you see this humongous, uh, kind of uh, light blue glowing uh, rat, and instead of uh, eyeballs, you can see he's got two stars that sit within the uh kind of uh, just above his long uh, rat-like snout um can you tell us how big he is in relation to us yeah so uh planet size was a over exaggeration but he is uh big so the the tree itself is a is a cosmic entity so is is unbelievably massive like you can't see the other side of it from where you are um the the rat itself i guess uh it's like looking at an optical illusion. You can kind of see through uh, the, the rat a bit. Um, and it, it seems like it, there's a fourth dimension to it that your godly minds aren't quite able to comprehend. But the bit you can see is about the size of like a mountain as this rat just pulls itself up the tree in front of you. But uh, it pulls its one big eye, right side eye, up level with you both and then just uh with with you three sorry and just kind of switches out uh flicks the eye towards you and you feel the gaze of this uh cosmic rat as this shrill voice (laughs) echoes out at you ah they've come to see people have they (laughs) hi people hello hi hi how you doing Beeble is well, but Wella is well. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. Mm. How are you? Beeble is happy. Oh, what have you got on today? Beeble is busy. Oh, do you have a message? I have a message from the pig to the eagle. Is it a good one? No. Oh no, what is it? No good messages. Oh, is that because you changed them? No. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't change anything. <laughs> okay, people. Why do you seek people? <laughs> people! Yes? We have come to parley. 
Parley. Yeah, it's like was... play, but with an extra syllable. Play? We have become aware of a, a very foul plan that is afoot that will change the very nature of things. Fair is foul, foul is fair. <laughs> Do you like bubbles? Uh, yes. Would you like to see some? Yes. And then Binky gets out her flute and just blows loads of bubbles. And they're all different colours. Hmm. Acceptable. Except bubble. <laughs> <laughs> what was your plan? <laughs> the, some gods have decided to create a new form of god. A god that will um, lay low the tree. Ah, yes. Beeble has heard. And will Beeble do nothing? Beeble does as Beeble does. <laughs> Beeble does as Beeble do. Well, we will say no. If, if you want help of Beeble, you must give Beeble what he wants. What does Beeble want? A question with an answer he does not know. How about a cuddle? No. How about what a is? bubble? Beeble is embraced within the eternal cuddle of the cosmos. <laughs> what is five no. plus five? Ten. Oh, he's such a cosmically powerful entity. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, how many times? He just stares you down. <laughs> how many times? How many times? How many times? How many times? Question mark. Question mark. How many times? Nine. Wrong! Try again. Your question is false. <laughs> the answer is twelve. Your question is chaotic? Yeah. Mm. This does not please Beeble. Oh. Is there anything that we've wanted to know this entire time? Was there anything that didn't make sense? There was there was the tree in the orchard that was really old and he didn't know who he was and we didn't know who he was. That didn't make any sense. He was very poorly. I think about him a lot. Beeble. Beeble? When that tree dies, uh -huh. when our friend Ion the god dies, where do they go? see people's eyes widen slightly um, and then he turns back to you 
little gods. Little gods know more than they think. Hmm. People will help you. Do you say little gods? It's just a bit uncalled for. Little gods. People will help. But first you must know. You will have to make choice. People will help. <laughs> Wait, what choice? Uh, and he begins climbing up the tree. We didn't even give him kind of the logistics. I guess he kind of knows that stuff. I guess doesn't Beeble he? just kind of gets it. Like, Beeble is just Beeble. Beeble, wait! Beeble. We need our, our friends! Beeble be Beeble. Beeble. Well, I guess that they're not ready yet, so I guess Beeble's just gonna kind of come back. I don't, I don't know. You, you hear Beeble knows. Beeble sees. <laughs> is Beeble just disappearing up the tree? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But he'll be back. But I, was, I don't know why, where Xander's voice went. I guess. <laughs> We saved the day. <laughs> I guess um, that's uh, a very different voice. I guess that went as, as well as it could could have. I I suppose. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't really know what I was expecting with with you know Beeble. I don't know. Um, it's kind of on the on the button for me. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess we've got to go rendezvous with Polly again, and then. I hope Beeble's gonna gonna be there when they're ready. To Polly. Uh, yeah, I agree. Binky's doing a little dance, excited about going back to Polly. <laughs> uh, and as you make your way back to Polly and the uh, um, Idlers Club, uh, we're gonna leave it there for this week. <laughs>